We are in Yerushalmi Peya Daf Mem Zion, in the Ozvahar print, and one quick Ha'ara based on the Gemara and uh, its comments on the Mishnah. So the Mishnah says that uh, one is not allowed to rig the Peya process, as, we, as we've spoken about. Hamokar today, if you sell your field, Hamokar Mutar Chaser. So the seller is permitted now to collect Leket, Shechem Peya, generated by the field, obviously if he's poor, uh, but the buyer, of course, cannot. Then the Mishnah continues, says, Lo Yiskar Adam Esapol, you're not allowed to hire a worker, on the condition that this man who you're hiring, his son, could take all the gleanings. Um, and the reason is, obviously, because it's going to be rigged that way. So then the Gemara explains two comments. The Gemara says, this is not in the Mishnah, but this is an explanation of the Mishnah, if a field owner does this and hires a worker with a condition that his son could do it, you're stealing from the poor, because... The poor people all have rights to us. You can't designate any honey. There's no tovasana, as we've said many times. Listen to this. Paul Shasakin and a uh, worker who does this, Harehu goes alabalabayas ulaniam. He's stealing from both. Now, that's a very, very strong statement. What's going on? So, if you think about it, it's very simple. So, Ramosha Feinstein is an Oivisral. In his Ha'aras to Yerushalmi, he says the Pshat is um, that because when people make this deal, they usually pay less than the going market. And so now when this man is going to be going through the field and harvesting it, he's and he knows that his son has the right to collect it, he's going to, he's going to push extra uh, and make sure that he forgets extra and leaves extra. And he's going to do this because he's going to justify it, saying, well, I'm not getting paid the market value of whatever, $20 an hour. I'm only getting paid 15 so I have a right to make this produced. Um, when I read it, I just said the push-up shop is that he's going to subconsciously drop extra stuff knowing that his son is going to get the benefit from it, which obviously is Pashup Shad as well. So what do we see? We see that we never want to put ourselves in a situation where our integrity is compromised. And it's it's basically, it's impossible. Paul shows, again, if you do this, not only are you stealing from the other Aniyam because they should have equal rights to it, not just your son as a designated, as a designated person, but you're even stealing from the Baal Bias, guaranteed, because that's, that's, what's going to, that's going to motivate you to drop more. So... Um, and again, the question is, in a normal case, he's not going to drop more. If his son was poor, he could also take, yeah. The answer is, like, that's where Ramosha's coming to explain, that there's a subconscious part also. Um, and I would say, again, there's there's more integrity there because other people are, are allowed to take it. So therefore, um, he has no point in dropping extra because it's just going to make his produce look like it's less. That's also part of it. But anyway, my Rebbe Rav Usher Zelig Rubensi, that's all. He used to always say that whenever Rashi brings down a Medr Shagada, it's always telling us to look into our internal motivation. So for example... Um, when Lot moved away from Avraham, so it says that he saw the, the Kikar Yarden, and he saw it was Kulo Mashka, which seems, seems to mean that it was very fertile land, so it was a great place to, to move uh, to bring his animals, because they would always have pasture lands. But Rashi says, Meder Shagada, that it was a Shufi Zima. That's really what was motivating him. So Ravashar, that's all you used to always say, that Rashi's Meder Shagada is always the subconscious drives about what's causing us to do things. And so therefore, we always have to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, what am I really doing? And Ravashar used to always quote a story of the altar of Kelm. The altar had a surgery that he needed to do on his eye. And, they, and he told us, Talmudim, that he was going all the way to Kenningsburg to do it. So as Talmud asked him, what oh, Rebbe, could I ask, um, you know, why aren't you doing it locally? So he said, because in Kenningsburg, there's a fancy folding umbrella that I saw 30 years ago, and I want to see it again. So Talmud was very confused. So he said, Rebbe, could you explain? So he said, yeah, really, my doctor said it was better for me to go there. There's better, there's better surgical care there. And, it, and the, the procedure will probably be more successful there. And therefore, I have to do my ishtalas. But I know what's motivating me is my curiosity to see that umbrella again. And so I'm calling it out so I can be aware of what causes it. There's another Navardic story that Rabashir Zatzal used to always tell over, which is an amazing story, that someone was collecting money with, um, I believe it was the Alter Navardic, and there was a certain, it was snowing, it was freezing cold, and they needed to collect money, and there was a certain 
Gavir, who they were debating whether he was an airless person or not, and if they wanted to take his money. And so the altar and his, I think it was son-in-law or Talmud, they bundled up and the altar said, and we have to go there, we have to go. They went to his house and standing in front of his house, he said to this Talmud, okay, we're going home. We're not asking for money. That's not the type of person we want to ask for money. Let's leave. And they left. So he said, Rebbe, we slept out for 45 minutes. What was that all about? So he said, I had Nagias. I didn't want to leave because it was so cold. And so I thought that's why I was saying that it's not the money we want. But once I got there, then I had no more Nagias anymore. And I thought about it and I realized that it's not the right money that we want. And therefore we can't touch that money. It's an amazing awareness to be aware of what what, what drives us that we're not be, being gozal about bias and gozal the We have to be aware of what, what are the driving forces inside of us are.